Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Fucking back, baby boys. Hell yeah. Can we frame us up correctly? Look how huge I look in the framing. And, and Dave looks like a tiny, tiny little boy. What are we doing here, Natalie? I know you want to make me look bigger and more tough because you're attractive. Yeah, this is me. good now. Make me look bigger and Lewis still looks fat. There's a, study, there's a study that says all mm-hmm. females are attracted to their boss. Yeah, there is a study. There's a study. It says that. Yeah. Go to, go to lewisofskanks.com. I published it myself. <laughs> Not peer-reviewed, but in the process. I, you know what? I've, I, I've never heard that study, and I've never heard of that study. But I will say that I bet you that there has been a study, and I bet there's a correlation between women, female employees being attracted to their bosses. Even there's, probably Coop. Look how many the way Coop looks at me, dude. There's Coop's- no question. There's some study on that topic that shows women being attracted to uh, like authority figures or things like that. I love it. Women will, they say, uh, they women will be more attracted to the same men uh, if they're in uniform. I know there's been studies on that that have been done. And yeah, no, there's definitely been a bunch of studies about women being attracted to status. And I think it's the type of woman as well. Like, so depending on how, what your relationship they're was all with the your- same type. Well, depending on what your relationship was with your father- um, sure. I'm sure that plays a big part in the type of man you're attracted to. I'm sure. Uh, just like the, I'm our, our banking mother, on that. Yeah. Uh, the, the same thing with like uh, our relationship with our mothers. Guaranteed. I guarantee there's a ma- massive correlation built in all around sort of that, how you were raised, the type of discipline you were given. Sure. But I, the point of all of this is I think Natalie wants, even though she's a lesbian, okay, bisexual, binary, non binary, whatever she is, she's all that stuff. I bet you deep down inside a little bit, she's like, I would. Come on, Natalie. Stop being such a binophobe. In Jamaica, I didn't list you as my top three. Because you like your little twink fucking boys uh, uh, on the crew. That's fine. But I'm a very manly type of alpha male. And I think you, you you can sit here and use the words all you want, but body language doesn't lie, baby girl. You're a handsome dude. I'll tell you that. That's the most you'll get. There you you're go. The, wow. You're the one time you asked wow. me. Stop, Natalie. Don't ruin it. You've given Lewis enough to jerk off to for <laughs> yeah, weeks. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that's enough, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to say more. And that's a wrap, folks. <laughs> Good episode. Yo, I'm a May rap. Here we go. Uh, no, Natalie, uh, am I not your most attractive boss ever? That's what I was going to say. One time you asked me who was more attractive, you or Ralph. And it's unquestioned. Well, that's, uh, anybody well, says that's just Lewis fishing for some compliments. I don't want to shit on Ralph. Ralph's a, a fine-looking gentleman, uh, but Lewis is... I'm a substantially better-looking guy than Ralph. And I think that, you got Ralph beat by a little bit. And that hot take was brought to you by YoMMA... I'm sorry, YoCratum. YoCratum.com, home of the It was brought to you by this show. Whoa, shut up, dude. We got to plug YoCratum up top. I forgot to. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shout out to YoCratum. Oh, my God, it's in our contract. Are we still going to get paid? YoCratum.com. Calm. Start it over. You know what, Natalie? Just start the whole show <laughs> over. We got to really give him a nice plug up top. Uh, look, we have an incredible show planned today. A lot to talk about. Victor, how are you, my friend? You know, I'm doing good, man. Good, good weekend, Vimba May. I'm, I'm happy. Vic came at and, me. Uh, Vic came at us. Ooh. Pig vomit showed his, his rear and his head in one more time. Now, I'm completely used to and comfortable with Vic coming at you, but me? He came at us. Did you see? Me? He, te- he, te- he texted us and he was like, did you guys share the, the reel that we made for you guys? I did not see this text. Just, and I didn't, I didn't even not, oh, not only did I not share the reel, I didn't check the text. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I should share the reels. I'm just trying to stay on it, man. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to step up the game. I know, but dude, now you're doing, that's you doing your job. I appreciate it. Honestly, I need somebody to do their job sometimes because you're right. We will fall off, but I will say it was very like, all right, dude, calm down, bro. Get off my back. No, I didn't. I don't feel that way at all. I also, again, did not read the text, but I need those texts. I actually, I have no problem. Like text me over and over again. If I, because what happens to me a lot, I live my life. I'm an artist. My head is in the clouds. Someone shoots me a text. They go, you got to do this. I look at it. I go, I do have to do that. Yes. I'll get right on that. Yes. Then I'm back to my life. No, you're an autist. 
Uh, wait, no, you said the I wrong word. It? You said artist. I'm sorry. Part of the the condition is I pronounce words the wrong way. Yes, I, as, yes. as uh, you're uh, a romantic artist. No, you I, you're ADD like me. You yes, have a very I'm just, similar. I'm, I'm my head's in a million different places. I'm with my family. I'm living my life. Someone texts me something. I'm like, yes, absolutely. I will do that today. And then I completely forget that it happened. I'll never think about it I again. Do not, I do not at all resent if out someone sight, texts me mind. again to go, hey, just checking in that you did this. In fact, everyone who knows me very well in my life knows they need to send me three text, texts about a thing that needs to be done. I will say that I'm the one guy that people come to when they want to get in touch with you. And they say, dude, we got to get in touch with Dave. Can you get in touch with him? And then I was like, I got it, boys. Yes. <laughs> and then I have to text you maybe twice. But usually they get back to me No, you all get back one. to Listen, this is how I design my life, okay? There are rings of people <laughs> to keep the other rings of people away from that me. That makes sense. You are, in, you are in the inside ring. An inner ring. You're in, the, you're in an inner ring. I love it. You're very, it's just, it's my family inside that ring. You're love one it. ring outside of that. Now, everybody else, I need, if they need me bad enough, They'll go to someone in that inner ring. Question, where does Coop, what ring is is Coop on? Coop has a solid spot on the 17th ring. The 17th ring. I, Coop's new. I don't know. I don't know Coop that well. Yeah. It's, you don't just make it into the inner rings Coop, that quickly. you're going to have to contact so many people to get in touch with Dave. Coop, you're going to have to actually talk to Kevin Bacon before you get into <laughs> into striking distance of my rank. Kevin Bacon is closer. <laughs> I'd like to think that I'm around a four, a solid four or five. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, dude, my ribs. I'm in a lot of pain. I started training again today. It's been a few days. Ow, that was a really oh, funny joke, Dave. Thank you. I clever, appreciate it. Clever, Dave. But, I like when Lewis has way, sore ribs. You really know when you land one. Oh, yeah, it really hurt. And by the way, the, the recent poll we took, people are still not duped by Coop. Not duped by Coop. Is there, any, duped by Coop. is there any progress? Are they being more duped? I'll say Coop does his fucking job, dude. I, I tell Coop to look things up before the show. He gets it done, Vic. You can't, you can't, you know, hate him. I'm Coop. not doing it. Look, I was actually complimentary to him in the poll. I said, hey, you know, is he is he living the high life? Is he going up there? Or are you still not duped by Coop? And the people, they're still not duped by Coop. I'm duped. Oh, we, Coop, we got to get in you for there. Coop. Coop, give, give us a, a 30 second elevator pitch as to why people should be duped by Coop. Well, she cut his mic. Now uh, never 30 second elevator pitch. I'm endearing. I'm loyal. I've got a semi-cool nickname, Coop, that, that you guys took over, Gay Faggot, so I will say that, you know. Yeah. Um, Don't remind us. I know a lot about MMA. I pull stuff up before the show. He does. He do he probably knows more about MMA than anybody on this show. <laughs> that's not really what this show's about. Yes, come on, Coop. Is this your problem, Coop? You think that that's a valuable trait on the I'm also MMA quick with show. Photoshop. Okay. Are you? That's good. Yeah, dude. Remember did the Michael the, the yeah, we Did uh, you do we, our Photoshop stuff? We you gave me the Photoshop with um we photoshopped your face Joe onto Rogan. No, not Joe Rogan. We need to, we need to yeah. tighten our team right now and I like the fact that Coop's good with Photoshop. Coop, I want you to Photoshop me something within the next 10 minutes. This could be your whole job. I, really by the way, not a terrible 30-second pitch. That was pretty good. I was sold he, just, by... he went right to tangibles. Did no like uh, playing around. Yeah. No, yeah he I didn't like act that. cool. He, he, he laid out on the table the, the things that would make him a valuable commodity, commodity to this show. So that's crazy. I mean, 26.7% is not terrible. It's not bad, Coop. Slowly but surely. Um, I want... Uh, I want me and Natalie on the cover of a romantic novel. <laughs> That's what I would like. That's pretty good. I like it. Okay. <laughs> I want to see how you do. I, I have no problem with Coop now, by the way. I, know. I miss Natalie, though. I, I, the last two weeks have been natalie I know. Bring it back to the studio. It's been Natalie. But there not exactly. Yeah. You know what You know what the polls also say? Thank you. That was a crushing joke. She knew, She recognized it. They okay. want Natalie to hook up with uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Shevchenko. Uh, I totally botched that name. You did. There. It's okay. I want to see it. I'd like to. Uh, Natalie, if you could hook up with one female MMA fighter, who would it be? Let me see her first. He's pulling her up. Valentina, she's a little. She's um, a little. Well, let me tell you, if she decides yeah. you're hooking up, you're hooking up. With yeah, this let's chick. see. Pull it up. Let's see. That, that's not Valentina. That's Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie Dern is a fucking smoke show. Oh, this is just his pick for oh, me, yeah, apparently. Oh, so you're saying he's putting in a vote. And this is her. Mackenzie Dern. Yeah, she's a fuck. She's pretty up. I thought highly of you, Natalie, so I picked champions. That's what the polls was saying. That is Which true. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Would, would Natalie it. be with? Which champion? 
Let's yeah, Amanda Nunez. This is the problem. The champions, are, the champions aren't that hot. Right mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, they're, they're good together. fighters. Yeah. And Carla Esparza. It's like the good comedians aren't hot. Yeah, no, well, like, being a good being a good fighter has never been like an attribute to a hot chick. No one has ever like, dude, I met this chick. She's a smoke show. You know what's funny? This is the way fucking women are, dude. A woman would be like, she'd be more, oh, God damn, Mackenzie Darren. Hell yeah. A woman would be more into being with like a better fighter because that's a more attractive quality. Like women are, it's not even just about physicality. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, no, women are attracted to not, you know, like women, straight women, not broken toys like natalie straight women who like men they are uh they are attracted to looks but then they're also attracted to your ability to like provide provide and protect and whatever that means what, in, 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 in it's an abstract world. yeah but, yeah, yeah. Right, it's it's status it's kind of like but yes that's even something it's a very simple, fundamental biological as simple truth. as being funny right Be, being funny it's like there's this like well, it, it represents intelligence. It represents An you alpha, kind of commanding like, yes, a yes. group of people, having some it, status. Leadership. Yes. Leadership. Yeah, so yeah. When, you, when you say something funny and a group of people start laughing, it makes you, it just whatever it is, subconsciously, you just go, that is the leader right now. They are leading. And being a leader is an attractive fucking quality. Women get wet for leaders. It's a fact. That's a theme of today's show is women getting wet for leaders. But it's all fucking, it's all, all this shit is biological and genetic. Leaders of liquid for leaders. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Very clever today, all of us guys. It's uh, me and Dave, both of us. But it's all the same. Look, it's all this shit is biological. It's the same. The same way that men are attracted to fucking women's looks. That's all biological too. You know, tits and ass are all about feeding babies and birthing babies and shit. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Symmetry of faces is all about like strong genes. It's all biological shit. But women are uh, weak, and really weak when they get pregnant. So if they're going to let a guy fuck them, you've evolved to try to make sure that it's someone who could protect and provide for you. Do you know what I did this weekend? You got a man to protect and provide for you? <laughs> now, <laughs> tell me you did. I jerked off to completion mm-hmm. to uh, Paige Van Zandt and her uh leaks whatever is know. there is there like nudes of her she or only fan she's in the shower she's soaping her butt uh but like is it naked or is it like completely naked you, you don't see i haven't seen like real lips yeah like real lippiness a little bit though like from the pokes out from behind a little mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh yeah all right. Just well, so I just wanted you to know. I wanted to share that with you. All right. Well. Everyone should get out there and do it. And I did not pay for it. I feel bad, but I, I feel like now I'm promoting her OnlyFans and telling you that it was pretty good. So do you feel like you've repaid your debt? By, by then that? some, dude. Instead of fucking $9 for whatever OnlyFans would be, now I'm telling the fucking thousands of people that listen to this show. Just to go, you uttering the words will get thousands of people to steal it. Maybe five people. Maybe five people. But you know what? Uh, honestly, people want new content. Uh, look, I know a few girls that um, do OnlyFans, and the thing is, if you know anything about men, like you can steal it all you want, dude. If there, I, there's there's leaks for all of these chicks OnlyFans, mm-hmm. but once you've jerked off to it, once you've used it, you're not going back too many times. You know what I'm saying? You got a couple uses out of it, and then it's like fucking, you know, it's a disposable razor. <laughs> you gotta chuck that shit away you need a new one you need a fresh one right so you get hooked it's like a little bit of it's like a drug you know it's a, i haven't the, shaved in so long i, was gonna say, I thought you were gonna say i haven't razor. jerked off in so long oh yeah no i haven't jerked off with a disposable razor in so long no but i remember that time when i used to fucking shave and when you fucking like forget to buy new disposable razors and you got to use one that's like questionably old you're like i have this one left but it really yeah. is like a fuck it's all rust yeah like i guess i can, get, I can get through this <laughs> yeah dude i was broke the last time i used disposable razors. i still use disposable razors because they're at equinox so no. I, I use them but i don't shave i just use the fucking buzzers I, sh- I shave my fucking head oh yeah yeah you got a lot of fucking shit to shave there shiny i am right now well, it looks good but you anyway, look good fresh shaving thank you i appreciate that i wanted to let everyone know to go buy page van zandt's nudies you can't get them for free i bought them that's what i meant and uh yeah honestly if you're in a pinch it, it worked out pretty good the ufc tried to sell page van zandt as fucking uh by the way in yom and rap from now on we should start with our own like week and we wrap up what we did as it relates to MMA for the week. So I jerked off the page of <laughs> nudes on OnlyFans. All right. Okay. I, I, 
I watched, watched the, the fights. fights. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. That's as far as you took it. Okay, whatever, yeah. dude. I'm a little bit more committed, dude. I put myself into it, okay? Uh, but yeah, she, they did try to sell her as like a girl next door. And then as soon as she moved away from the UFC, she was like, no, I'm definitely a slut and I don't give a shit. So come <laughs> fucking. Yeah, but I don't know. I think part of that naturally evolved, right? Like she what she got some notoriety. She got known for being in the in the UFC. And then she kind of used that to be like, okay, well now, then she started getting like followers on Instagram and shit like that or whatever. This is my guess. I don't actually know. It's it's a combination. It's a dance, right? Because it's not like anybody who's in the UFC inherently has a massive following. It was part of the way that they marketed her. And like, because she's the girl next door, she was like 19 or the youngest UFC fighter ever, right? The youngest female fighter. Was that right? She was super young, like 21, 22. Coop, look that up. Maybe I'm, uh, I'm, but I know it was her and and Sage Northcutt. They both sort of try to like, I remember as these like good kids next door. And without a doubt, she was uh, one of the youngest fighters with that. That was the whole angle on it. It was like this cute little blonde girl from the Midwest who like was Christian and, Hold on. Go 20 when she started. When she started uh, fighting professionally okay. or in the UFC? In the UFC. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she, she was, was super young. young. I heard of her uh, back on the pedophile circuit when she was a young kid. We were all watching. No, no, no. I heard of her when I, I filmed <laughs> a uh, I filmed a thing um, years ago called Bitter Rivals. It's a shitty um, idea for a, a show. It was like, essentially, if I have a beef with you, we go to Bitter Rivals and we go and train with the team. We do an MMA fight, right? That was the idea of the show. Yeah. And um, didn't get picked up, huh? Didn't get picked up, but no. <laughs> no. Would you believe it? But one of the uh, the producer that I was working with was like talking this girl up. He was like, dude, this girl's gonna be a fucking star. And this is before, this is when she was like doing amateur shit. She was like, but very known. She was being groomed as be- to be like a star from a very- Not a great word to use for she a 12 year old. She was being molested to be a star <laughs> from a very, very young age, okay? Um, and then she came in, but the reason I think that she popped on OnlyFans, because when she left the UFC, she got fake tits, and everyone was like, oh, the girl next door is like this nice little Christian girl, got fake tits, and is now on OnlyFans? That's massive. There's other girls on OnlyFans that are, that are from the UFC that aren't crushing. Who else, what other UFC fighters are on OnlyFans? I bet you there's a few. I know uh, Felice Herrig is. She's probably crushing her. I did subscribe to hers. It is a fascinating thing. Like that there's this thing, if you're a chick who's just like disconnected from that, like I don't give a shit about doing that, that you can do it now at least. It's not like you have to go. Keep this list for a second. Give us a second. Well, it's not like you have to go do Playboy or something like that, which is very difficult to like make happen. It's not like you have to go meet people or you don't have to go shoot porn. You don't have to go like, you can just on your own terms in your own area in your own space do this and for some of them bring in like substantial money i'd say yeah. more money than they could make doing anything else yes. and we know girls like this who do they make more money and again like uh we talked about a few weeks ago it's like look i really am very uh you know libertarian when it comes to this it goes if that's what you want to do and that fucking makes you happy and you're comfortable with the costs of doing it i i can't fucking argue with you about how to live this existence that you have it's just that i find it fascinating that that's like an option where you go like, she'll be sitting there going like, I'm going to be the best MMA fighter in the world. And then takes a few losses and goes, you know what? I'm just going to show the world my ass and make more money than the UFC than was the, ever going to pay. Than I was ever going to make. And by the way, the she's also making a killing BKFC. She's fighting BK, BKFC this weekend, I believe, which I'm getting more on board with BKFC. The more I watch the highlights, the more I like it. They're getting some big stars involved. So more power to her. I'm actually not hating on her. And the reality is this is the internet, right? So we have just on a, uh, the same level, like you or I, you know, you know, five, six years ago, we could have been yeah. fucking, if we had our license, if I had my license, I could have been driving Ubers part-time to supplement my income doing comedy, right? And, and like that, and the re- 10 years ago, I would have been making substantially more money driving Ubers. And you would have been jerking off at the front of that Uber, so <laughs> well, that, it yeah, would have been your only fans. But the, Welcome to my Uber, you're my only but fan. The, 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 internet, the internet has become sort of like, we, we sort of didn't see it working this way. Like it became, yeah. made everyone be able to, at first it was like, we could all reach out to each other, email, social media, even look, I can put you in my top eight. And then it just started becoming like, get, started getting away from us. And then it becomes like these like industries and like pockets of different things yeah, yeah. that didn't even exist. It's before. very, it's interesting. It, it's super interesting. And what I like about it, it is we 
until they take over the internet because they eventually will. They're going to take the internet away from us and, and it'll be completely out of our control. But for the time being, we have control of that. We have the control of our narrative. We have control of what we watch. We have control of who, you know, who we are. But it's it's slowly but surely, it's going to change. They're going to have massive regulations. The algorithms now sort of control us. We don't really know what we want. It's sort of like we're, we're being tricked into believing yeah, well, we're always, what we want. You know, I checked uh, before. I someone I saw a friend of mine um, posted about uh, the this uh, shadow bird site where you can check if you're shadow banned. And I checked, uh, there's like four levels of being shadow banned on Twitter. That It's like search banned, this banned. And I checked mine, and I'm banned on all of them. And then I checked yours, you're banned on all of them. So like we're all shadow. So again, just to your point, yeah, it is slowly being taken away. But regardless of that. Oh, that's great. That's really funny. I was was wondering why. Search banned, search, like all these things. Yeah, and uh, 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 Instagram won't verify me. Um, Yeah. You can't find me on, on YouTube. You can, like, but... I don't come like it's there's shit that happens. People tell me all the time. They're like, they're like, dude, I, I can't even find your podcast. Well, people tell me all the time. Like I was just unfollowed from you. I've been following you. I had to refollow. Yeah, yeah. I had to re-like this tweet. I had to re-like, you know, I've had that that's happens. happened to me a, a bunch. Where that's, people... that's all just part of the game now. But yeah. to your, you know, it reminds me of uh, our, uh, our mutual old friend, uh, Dave Kinney. was uh, a very funny uh, comic. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but a uh, very funny guy. Great dude. Uh, but he had that joke. I'm not, I'm, I'll probably butcher it, but do you remember he used to have a bit where he was talking about, um, I think, I forget the exact numbers, but it was like uh, when we discovered electricity to when the electric chair was built. Yeah. It was like right. seven years this. or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you discover electricity and you're like, oh my God, we have electricity. And then there's someone who's like, I bet we could kill a dude with that. You know, like it's yeah, like, you have this thing that's almost everyone recognizes, oh, this is this new force. It could do something. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, well, what the fuck do we do with it now? So like you said, at first Let's we're like, oh, we other. can email. You know what I mean? Okay, well, that's it. We can all send mail. Yeah. Instead of through our mailbox, how, we can do it this way. And really, then you're only like a few, like in the grand scheme of history, it's like only a few seconds later that they go, we could also send our butthole pictures yes. through this. <laughs> you know, like it's just so interesting. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna write a nasty letter and get this place closed down. Let's all do that. It's, yeah, just and then it just brings out all the evil right away. Yeah. But look, hey, if you go make a ton of money uh, doing OnlyFans and you're a chick, you're a young chick, and you're okay with no one ever wanting to marry you and being miserable <laughs> for the second forty years of your life, hey, no, well, it's, what it's, can it's I say? Not that some, go do that. that. Look, somebody's gonna want to marry them. The reality is, yeah. like, yeah, there are no, there are dudes There's that a are great, dude. No, I'm just kidding. No, there, I mean there are dudes out there that are just that just don't give a fuck. That have their like. I'm the type of guy that could date a chick that's got an OnlyFans date. Uh, maybe I, if I fell in love with her, and I could. I, I, it's. I'm, Do you think it would make it? It would be an obstacle for you to have a kid with a chick if she uh, had an OnlyFans. It would be an obstacle for sure. But I have my own depravity. The amount of shit that I've said on the internet. So I, in my head, I go like, "Well, would she be able to have a kid with a guy who's fucking said some of the shit that I've said? Where they're gonna have to explain that to their kid as well?" Nah. So I'm not. I'm just not that's- really. In terms of a moral standpoint, no, I'm not saying I, it's a moral. I'm not well, even saying a moral. Saying, but from my perspective, in terms of a moral standpoint, which is sort of what I look at it as, right? Yes. Like, what, Vic? I, I hate to be this person, but don't you? Fuck we me. literally had this exact conversation like a couple episodes back. No, we didn't. Like, not the almost exact verbatim. No, not yeah, verbatim. not pretty exact. Much. No, no, like, I remember I, similar. Like Coop needs to line them up. That's what we need to do. Vic, do you, you. want to do Yo OnlyFans rap <laughs> or not? Because if you don't want to be a part of this show, you don't have to be a part of this show. Have we not gotten uh, into you know, MMA nearly a half hour in? <laughs> sure, fair point. I'm saying we're doing good, but I just didn't want to, you know. Try we're not going. Yeah, let's look, let's we're, start OnlyFans. Let's well, start an OnlyFans. All right, I'm fine, gonna, whatever. We'll wrap this up. If you do an OnlyFans, you could still find someone like Lewis to have kids with you. Maybe Dave never Probably posed. Dave not. never posed the question to me. Could I be with a girl that has an OnlyFans? He simply said that nobody could. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I didn't say nobody. I said my my only a real piece of shit. Somewhere in the neighborhood of ninety percent of men, I'd say it would be. Pull up the list of uh, MMA fighters with OnlyFans. Pearl Gonzalez, hold on. Let's, let's slow down, Koopa Loop. Calm the fuck down, dude. First of all, she's hot as fuck. Who is Pearl Gonzalez? Why have I heard, why have I heard this name? She fights she in was a lower right tier now. She UFC fought in the fighter. UFC for a little bit. So I I don't think she fights there anymore, though. Yeah, give us some more images of Pearl Gonzalez. She's hot. Obviously, I might join these OnlyFans had I known about these. I'm promoting. Did you say OnlyFans? She fanses? just retired from MMA, by the way. Did she? All right, that's okay. 
She's crushing it on OnlyFans. Yeah, dude, she's fucking hot, dude. Look at that. Um, less out there. Yeah, she's fucking, she's hot as hell. All right, who else? Who else we got? This is great, dude. This is our audience. OnlyFans fans. That's our audience. Loba Acosta. <laughs> uh, Rachel Osovich is pretty hot. Okay. Catherine Lenner. Okay. All right. Jesus, she looks like a thumb. <laughs> we already went over uh, Felice Herrig from a while back. Yeah, dude, I subscribed to hers. Wait, Valerie Lareda has an OnlyFans? No, she doesn't. You're just These are just hot MMA fighters, Coop. Because if Valerie Lareda had an OnlyFans, I would be subscribed to it. And I wouldn't even come in anymore. I would just be jerking <laughs> off at home 24 hours a day. This is like uh, when Quagmire found internet porn. <laughs> yeah, it dude. didn't come out for a month. <laughs> dude, I'd just be just fucking covered in it, dude. Laying down, smoking cigarettes again. I live I live in my you house. You really dude. are our Quagmire. Yeah. Giggity, giggity, baby. Giggity. Giggity. I'm a real ass dude. Giggity. Uh, let's see. Uh, that, that's fine. So I know that wasn't even a list of people. She doesn't. That was a shitty. Right. It said yeah. it was a list, but yeah, she was on. You guys so. fucked up. It's all good. And I'm I'm sorry that I interrupted like that, guys. I don't mean to be rude, but I just want to I, help, the, help the show. You're coming at us with the fucking pig vomit energy, and I like that because we need that. Fix without going, you can't do this on radio. <laughs> Talking about OnlyFans, <laughs> you guys have to invent an enemy. Now I'm I'm just invented <laughs> enemy. All right, so let's. Well, you talk- know what? What? Nothing to go. Let's go. All right, so look. Uh, all right, really quickly, Dave, we must thank Sheath for supporting today's show. I wear exclusively Sheath's, the best underwear in the world. They I, have un- unbelievable styles and colors, but they're super, super fucking comfortable, dude. They're soft material. They're moisture wicking. I feel so nice when I'm in my Sheath's. I don't even need to thank Sheath right now. I, I thank Sheath every morning when I wake up mm-hmm. and every night when I go to sleep. Well, they thank me. They thank me when I get up in the morning. I put them on. I, they hug my legs and my bum. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're welcome, Sheath. And if you listen closely, you hear a thank you, Lewis. Thank you, Lewis, for letting me do this for you. <laughs> uh, they're really cool. The, the, the cool thing about them as well is their dual pouch technology. So if you want to look like a fucking underwear model, you, there's like two little holes in the front of your underwear. And you can put your dick and balls in them. And they hold them all in one place. You don't have to do that. Because if you have a small dick like me, it doesn't really always work. You, gotta, you have to jerk off in order to use the hole. But if you have a nice big fat hug like Dave, guess what? You can sheath all the live long day. Either way, right now, go to sheathunderwear.com, S-H-E-A-T-H underwear.com, and get the most comfortable underwear you're ever going to wear in your entire life. Use the promo code YO20 when you check out, and you're going to save 20% off your entire order. Right now, let them know that Young Mame Rap sent you there, sheathunderwear.com. Use that promo code YO20 for 20% off your whole order. All right, where were we? Let's uh, talk about this. This past weekend, UFC San Diego... Cruz versus Vera, yada, yada, yada. The rest of the card was fine. I wasn't like super pumped about this card. I'm a big fan of Marlon Chito Vera, and I am a like an anti-fan of Dominic Cruz. Like I don't like Dominic Cruz, but he's a star. He's a legend. I've, I watch him fight, and I like watching him fight, though I've never rooted for Dominic Cruz, I don't think, ever. It's it, Dominic Cruz is one of these guys, which happens a lot in MMA, for me at least, where the guys who you weren't necessarily rooting for as they get older, you start rooting for them out of almost like a nostalgia, like fucking. And I, uh, you know, I remember this with a lot of guys. Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz, Matt Hughes, a lot of guys like this who I used to root for to lose. Yeah. As they got older, you just find yourself almost like fucking rooting for them. And Dominic Cruz is a guy who it he just became kind of impossible to hate. After a while, he had a really fuck. He was the guy in that division and lost almost his entire prime to injuries. Yeah, he was injured for. He was off for like four years at one point or something. something I mean, crazy. It was like years off. Long, but it was years off. Then came back for one comeback fight. Then got two years, another two years. You know, and these were years where he was the best guy in the division. You know. Um, and then it was pretty impressive that he came all the way back and got his title back. And then I got to say, his last fight before this one, he uh, he looked great. He got dropped and then came back and won the, the next nothing, two he rounds. He looked pretty good in this fight. He looked good. He was competitive in this fight. Yeah, he did get dropped twice early, and then he ended up well, taking Well, a lot of people are saying pick. that he won those first two rounds, but I think if you get dropped and it's like... He wasn't really landing flush. No, he, he lost. He yeah, lost I the think, rounds. I think he was losing the rounds. The getting honest. dropped was more, uh, you know, noteworthy than the stuff he was doing. But he was competitive in the fights, and he did recover very well from getting dropped both those times. But then, you know, he just Vera is a guy who's really been coming into his own lately, 
Cruz is a guy who's probably toward the end of his career. And Vera has found a way. Look, Frankie Edgar was very in that fight with Marlon Vera. Yeah. But he Vera has been finding a way to land those big Cheeto's shots. Cheeto's got like really, really high fight IQ. I know he trains with Jason Perillo, who, mm-hmm. you know, Bispin credited Perillo for like changing the way that he thought. Yeah. Right. Changing like, like a, a mentor role. And I think you're watching Marlon Cheeto Vera just evolve before our very eyes. He's He looks like a better version of himself in each fight. He's also extremely dangerous, dude. I think that he has the record now for the most finishes in the bantamweight division. Was that true? Yeah, he. I mean, he's just a killer, dude. And he's a guy who's he's always looking for a finish. Uh, is this the uh, the finishing sequence? Yeah, dude. Bang! Ooh. Right in the nose. Broke his nose with that shot. It just landed perfect. Landed perfect. He set it up perfectly. You know. Um, trying to set up a similar shot earlier on in the fight. He, you know, Chito Vera throws head kicks. Well, the, what happened there too is, you know, Dominic Cruz kind of like invented this fight style, which was a really interesting thing about Dominic Cruz as a fighter. There was really no one else who qu- really fought like him. He, he, he invented this style of like doing all this crazy, like really relying on crazy footwork and, and wild movement. Mm. And it gave a lot of guys fits. But if you can time it, he yeah. leaves himself big well, openings. He's a dude who's nearly this- impossible to hit, um, but you have to be you. Your fight IQ has to be that high. Like Dominic Cruz, he I think the rest of the sport sort of caught up to him a little bit in terms of how smart, especially at yeah, one thirty five. Yeah. This division's you know sort of exploded at this point. There's so many fucking killers at one thirty five. Um, whereas like Dominic, I think had sort of head and shoulders above fight IQ. For- well, he had very good wrestling. And then he was like doing this crazy, like, you know, dancing all over the place footwork. And it was very hard for guys to time. When is he coming in? When is he not coming in? You're ready for the takedown. You're ready for all this. But if you see, if you watch this knockout again, what happens is Dominic Cruz is stepping out to the outside and Cheeto Vera knows, like he guesses right on what he's doing. And so as he steps out, he steps right into the kick. Yeah. Well, like, he, I mean, he set it up. He set it up with the hook. Like, uh, I watched a breakdown on this, uh, shout out the weasel who does the best breakdowns on all he's these. He's great. Um, but he, he was setting him up with uh, the hook, right? So Dominic was circling away from the power right. shot, and he did that a few times, and then he just waited for the moment, and he caught him with it. And that's what Cheeto Vera's been doing lately in his fights. He did that with uh, uh, Frankie Edgar, too, where he's kind of doing this thing, which you can see, which is really high-level MMA fighting, where he's kind of, you know, people will say, like, uh, certain guys get off to a slow start. You know, it, it, but and and people say this about a lot of really high-level fighters. Oh, they, they're a slow starter. But what they're really doing is kind of like taking in data. They're computing. They're they're seeing. Yeah. Okay, John Jones this is, does this. John Jones does. Anderson John Silva Jones is the is the in my opinion the number one, um, like example Maybe. of of somebody who's not slow starting. He's computing you, figuring you out, and then he comes out and he fucking just decimates. Well, if you, you remember, even in his in his prime, Anderson Silva used to do this all the time. He'd start fights and he would start dancing around you and throwing a lot of feints. And like he'd kind of like see how you react to every single feint. And then in like the second round, he'd be doing the ninja Anderson Silva thing where he's dodging everything you throw and knowing exactly where you're going. But it's because he kind of figured out like where you're moving off every feint and then how he can lure you into his big shots. And that to me seems to be a similar thing to what Vera is doing here with the Frankie Edgar fight with this. He's kind of in the fight and seeing how you're moving and reacting to his shots and then setting you up for that fucking perfect shot. killer shot, yeah. It's uh, dude, very exciting. It's kind of funny. He looks very mentioning good. Anderson Silva. We're mentioning these, you know, these older guys, um, you know, and like look, you think about Anderson now. Like Anderson, when he first came in, he was such. It was crazy what he did, right? It was like really, it was like wow, like holy shit, dude. He fucking knocked Rich Franklin's nose behind his fucking head. He came out. He won the title. And t- I mean, what he did, to Chris Lieben, He just fought a perfect fight against Chris Lieben, who nobody thought Chris Lieben at that point we were in the know enough with MMA that we're like oh this Anderson Silva guy is pretty special he's gonna come out and fucking do something cool but the way he did it Lieben was like a tough hard-nosed dude with a great chin um ultimate fighter competitor like yeah. he just wasn't wasn't a guy who could get embarrassed that way and it was such a big difference and then you look at Anderson now and it's just kind of funny I'm almost like just in my head I'm thinking of guys like Cheeto or not even Cheeto but like what about like a fucking uh any of these like young, young bucks that are coming up right now, like there's going to be a time like a decade from now where they're like, they're past their prime. They got a few losses. Like they're just kind of like older, yeah. like a, an old Sean O'Malley is going to exist. He's going to fuck. He's not going to have purple hair anymore. He's going to be past that point in his career. Uh, uh, if they don't retire, which is very rare, at least so far has been very rare. We're going to see a guy retire 
We're going to see. When he should. When, Khabib. Before yeah. he should, maybe even. You know, like that's very rare. We're going to see a time where Usman's chin has gone. Crazy. And he just can't fucking hang yeah. anymore. He's getting dominated by these younger guys. It's a crazy thing. There's some thirteen-year-old kid right that's sitting there right now watching Usman. That's going to knock out Usman it's, one day. Isn't that crazy? There, this is true in in sports in general, right? Like there, it, there comes a time when these guys can't quite do what they used to be able to do. I've seen it in in you know basketball. I remember seeing you know when I was a little kid. I remember seeing Larry Bird when he was old. I remember seeing Michael Jordan get old. Seeing all these guys. But in MMA, it's just so like the the contrast is so drastic. It's y- between you knocking out other men and then getting knocked out, and whether dude, yeah, because Chuck- it's it's under a, a microscope. You're you're looking at like the, it's it's this extreme. The uh the 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 end result is such an extreme like wow like like Jordan, you got to really look at him like oh he's moving a little slower, dude. He's not you know. That's like, oh, doesn't quite dunk the same way he used to. He's still really, really good, but not quite as good. It's not look that he's only putting up thirty five points of, a game versus short points a game. Right, short of you murdered that guy. It's like we're because we're civilized, we draw the line a little bit short of that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, they're not murdering the person, but it's almost the next thing you're watching that. You know, so basically MMA is almost the game of who can murder the other one. Yeah. They stop you before you can do it. But that's kind of what it is. That's right? why like it's the who, best sport. Who can kill the other person? If you knock someone unconscious, if this was a fight to the death, once that person's unconscious, you're, the ref is basically stopping you and saying, you would have killed this person if you wanted to right now. You know, that's almost what a stoppage is. Yeah. And then stopping someone from like a choke is like, okay, you would have choked the life out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, and to watch these guys who, you it know, is as close shot. as possible to the game of murder. Yes, that's a great. That's a great way to sort of put it. It's if the murder. Well, it's was not, a game, that's not original to me. It's like a lot of people have said. No, this before. I know, but I know. They, they don't really say it about it being the a game of murder. I've heard, I've heard it's the closest thing to a real. Well, fight. I remember uh, Nate Diaz was saying to Conor McGregor before their second fight that he would go. Oh, it was so because Conor's trash talking was trying. You know, but Nate had already beat him in the first fight, and he goes. He would keep saying, "I already killed you." Yeah. He kept using those words. He goes, I already killed you. And like, there was something to that. Like, it's like, yeah. it's like, dude, I was strangling you and another man came in and broke me off of you yeah. because, you know, um, but these guys like Chuck Liddell and Anderson Silva and so, and so many more who just seemed like invincible. And then to, to watch them go from that and then go to like the guy who just straight up can't compete is getting fucked up all the time. It's a very, this happens to everyone. There's no one except the people who retire and get out who get away from this shit. Yeah. That's the only way out is to fucking GSP or Khabib it and go, I'm leaving as champion. Because if you don't leave, eventually that's your fate. That's it. And it's uh, it's in a weird way. Like It's also, there's something beautiful about it. There's something fucking cool about sort of passing the torch, yeah. which is another side of this, right? You have to, you have to Andre the giant, you know, uh, the next guy's over. Right. And, um, I think that there's certain guys that like, they go out and they go, it's like, well, you know what? I'm going to go out in a big fight. I want to have a, a fun fight, but it's like, I don't really mind if I'm losing some fights because there's a next generation that sort of built off the hard work of me and the previous generation, you know? And so that's a part of it as well. If everyone retired on top, it wouldn't be a fucking fun. Oh, sport, I, you know? I agree with you. It's, it's a very difficult thing because it's hard. I mean, I think that's actually one of the things that's on our notes here was uh, Dana White talking about Khabib. And I actually agree in some portion with what Dana White was saying. All right, he basically said, here, hold on, let me find it. He said that Khabib can't be considered the the best ever. Um uh you know, he said uh here the quote from Dana White is, it's so hard, obviously he's talented enough, who knows what he could have accomplished, but he retired too early. Uh believe me when I tell you I tried to convince Khabib to come out of retirement. We'll see what happens over the next couple of years, but I feel like he left in his prime. Look at what he did to Justin Gaethje right before he uh retired. And he's basically saying that I you can't consider Khabib the best of all time. And I I tend to agree with him on that. I go, "Look, Khabib had an incredible run, but it did feel like he was right in the middle of his incredible run when he left." You know? 
So maybe you can't. I don't think you could consider him the best of all time over GSP, no. who I think is the best. I think we GSP both think GSP. I don't think you can consider him over John Jones. I, I can't. Who, who, I, I disagree. You get pop with Jones. steroids. I don't give a shit. I, well, that's a fair. I, it's an automatic. Okay, that's my, a fair. That's you're a disqualified fair from the greatest of all time conversation if you've been popped for steroids one time. Fair enough. I don't even say over Anderson Silva just for the run that Anderson Silva Anderson had. Anderson Silva got popped at the end no, of his career true. after his fucking leg was snapped in half. I don't know. But I'm going to give him a little bit of a, a fucking pass because that wasn't even where he, he developed. I, forgot, his, I, I didn't even think of that. Anderson, when I said it. An, Anderson developed his greatness, and and he was already sort of past his, his prime, right? And and past sort of when, you know, what he had built. He'd already built it. If Anderson yeah. Silva retired before he got popped for steroids, he might be considered the greatest no, of all I, time. I, listen, I, I I get that. I'm just saying that to the point about what Dana White's saying about Khabib. It's like, yes, look, there's an argument for that. There's an argument to what you're saying, and I feel that way as a fan also. I, with, a little, I would, with a little bit of a French vanilla creamer, please. I I would Tell like her. to see, um, I would like to see Khabib defend his title, go on more runs. I'd like to see, as a purist fan, if Khabib can't beat Oliveira, then I'd like to see Oliveira get the juice. Of being the guy who beat Khabib, and then he's the you know. But I, I wish Khabib I would also, come back out and just just to shut Dana White up would come out, beat like their top three guys and retire again. Be like, what are we? <laughs> for, for well, another two, then, another two three years really, of the fucking right. title being but not really respected. But that the point is almost like if he were to come back and do that, then it either you only have two options: either it builds up Khabib's legend that much more. Or it gives the next guy that juice that, like, you know, you really have. This. But at the same time, you know, CTE is a real thing. And the consequences to this fucking fight game are real. And how can you blame someone for fucking coming in, making their money, being dominant? And then, you know, we've seen so many guys retire after they should have retired. In Kazakhstan, I bet you, you know, bang for the buck, you're crushing it in Kazakhstan. I'm oh, in Kazakhstan sure. right now. I'm sure I'm considered very wealthy. I'd imagine, and I'd imagine Khabib has all the money he fucking needs for oh, him and his family. Khabib and everything. would be Khabib would be wildly wealthy here. He is wildly wealthy here. He's worth like tens of millions of dollars. He's also, I think, done some like other shit, dude. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I Khabib's know. doing quite. I think well. we, Khabib's doing fucking. Re- but what is what, like? What can the dollar buy you in Kazakhstan? I want to know. It's Kazakhstan, right? Is that where is that Borat? I'm pretty sure that's Borat. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? Is that I'm sorry, I'm fucking retarded. Is that gonna bore hot? No, you're right. You're right. What is it? Look up where Khabib's from and then tell me what our dollar's worth over there. It's Dagestan. Dagestan. That's no, what no, it is. Oh, uh, you can't Lewis was close enough. I mean come, come on. on. Come on. So what's my dollar worth in Dagestan, Coop? What can I get? How much is like all right? How much? Look at that. How much is the average rent in Dagestan? Do you want? Okay. Well, I'll tell you the conversion rate first. Convert. So it's one ruble is point oh one rubles. That's hilarious. I would laugh every time I spent oh, money yeah. there. So it's not a lot over there. Like what am I? Well, oh, it's, right, right, right. So that's, well, that's the Russian currency, right? Okay. So it's what is the conversion? It's one dollar is equal. To, or excuse me, one ruble is equal to zero point zero. 0.0160646 US dollars. Okay. And then the average rent. Now go look at what would it cost to purchase a mansion in Dagestan? Yeah, how much is it or a house? Like how much is a house in Dagestan? Look up right now some I want a mansion. Doggy, get with some onion domes on top. <laughs> Fucking you got goats running around the yard, dude. What is it? Is it the Middle East or is it Russia? I have no idea where this is in the world. Okay. Is it's the in, Middle East in Russia? It came uh, up as Central Asia. It's it's what? In, it's Mid in Asia. Russia. Uh it's it's in Russia, but there's a big Muslim population there. Doggy, Asian looking Russians are the scariest people in the world. You meet a, a Russian dude, he's got Chinese eyes, you're like, what's happening here right now? That's These how big s- Russia is. The scary people, dude. Russia's a big country. Yeah. Like, you can here. buy a house in Dagestan for a nice house for $668 and like the high end for $2,364. <laughs> no. You cannot buy a Should house we in just move to Dagestan? <laughs> Should we do it, Lewis? So Look, I'll, I'll take my family to Dagestan. Doggy, please yeah. look. There's not really true. That's true. That's what I've got here. The Russian guide here. What's a nice? That's an outhouse, Vic. 
Hold on, these no, are no, no. This is generally uh, the average cost of a three bedroom apartment in the city. This is in the city. This is rent. Is this is a no? This is a buying an apartment. Buying an apartment. One thousand one hundred eleven. Show me. Do they have any nice places? I want a luxury. Like that fucking... one was four hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars. That one looked like, but that's looking like a normal house in California. No, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not that good. Wait, that how much like... U.S. dollars? Go back up. Wait, forty-three thousand. This is not. Uh... That's not cheap. Seventy-nine thousand. What do I get? Click on that second one. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's a fucking shithole. This is no better than yeah. This yeah, is, this is I could buy a place like that in fucking New Jersey for seventy eight thousand dollars. <laughs> this is bullshit. I moved to Dagestan for this. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be a king here. I'm living in worse conditions than I was living in fucking Jersey. <laughs> all right, forget it. The dream's dead. Uh, all right. So look, uh, we have our. Uh, Coop's challenge, if you want to see it. Oh, please, Coop! Well, thanks, Coop. Look at Coop. I forgot about the challenge. Coop, you didn't even have to do it. I completely forgot about it. That's wow. That's not what I asked for, Coop. That's my head. You took like, some creative wow. liberties. Lewis is ready for this Jason Ellis fight. Let me tell you, you didn't that. Did you ask for a romance? Novel I did with me something. and Natalie, and he put me on Mackenzie Dern's hot body. I Coop. I like it. That was better. Cool. Was also, I gotta be honest challenge. with you, it's not very good Photoshop. I thought I was gonna be more impressed with this Photoshop it wasn't great. skills. It wasn't I, he, he had a limited time. It was a tight squeeze, and it just, you know, the face wasn't matching up with the hair. I had a double up. I squeezed so. into that dress. You saw me with that dress? <laughs> Bam, look at my titties. Let's in, go. In defense of Lewis, though, he, he asked you, you said, give me 10 minutes. He gave you like 10 minutes, and it's been like 30. It's been 30 and minutes. You're wearing, it wasn't what I asked for. Yeah, I liked it. The face is too small. Yeah, you were. You, by the way, Lewis, you were masturbating to Paige Van Zandt, and that's what Coop was going to masturbate to. I uh, this weekend. <laughs> I heard some people saying there's speculation that if Charles Oliveira fucks up uh, Islam Makachev, Makachev, that Khabib might come back to fight him. Ooh. In which case, that would be a really great fucking super. Yeah. Fight. It, look, here's the thing: if Oliveira beats Makachev, that would be like. It would almost be like, all right, well, maybe he could be Khabib. I saw uh, on the betting odds that um, Charles Oliveira, I think, was a three to one on underdog, yeah. which I think is crazy. I'm not saying I, I. I'm not saying he definitely wins the fight. I'm just saying, looking at it on paper, it's a little bit crazy for him to be a three to one underdog. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, yes. I also saw. I don't know if you guys saw Khabib and uh, and Charles were going back and forth. Khabib said, you know, oh, yeah, hey. he was pissed off. He said uh, they, yeah. they were being like cocky. This is the thing about it is right is that you have like there are these things that they say that are put out in the media. So number one, you know how it is when you say something and they put it out in the fucking media. It may not be exactly how you said with the tone you said it. And then you have like it's all in English and the fucking Khabib's camp is speaking in fucking uh, what are they speaking? Russian or fucking whatever, and then uh, Charles is speaking fucking uh, uh, Portuguese. Portuguese. So the, there's just so many almost like barriers between what was actually said yeah. there. But Charles was like, oh, these motherfuckers are cocky talking about how I'm nothing and they're going to fucking like walk over me. And then Khabib was like, we are not cocky. We're just telling you. We're going to stop you in the yeah, second round. Take like, it from you. Yeah, like, not the man compared to us. <laughs> yes, like, the hell no, is that not cocky. cocky. <laughs> yes, I am just, like I am speaking the truth. The, the, the sky is blue. The grass is green. Uh, yeah, we are will, men. You are a little boy. So I will take your bunghole and rape your wife in front of you. <laughs> so there's no cocky. No cocky. No cocky. Just facts. Um, but it's, so it's something like that. But I will say that I go like, look, even if he's the underdog, which I'm not really sure Charles Oliveira should be the underdog in this fight. I think that Charles... The guy who is the champion, I don't care what the fucking technical answer is, he is the champion, he's run through, I mean, a lot of the same people that fucking Khabib ran through. Mm -hmm. Now, he may have gotten dropped in a few of the fights and come back, but he stopped all of them. It's not like he fucking, like, eked out a decision. Like, he fucked all these people up. I mean, Islam looked great in his last few fights. I think it's debatable who should be the underdog there. I think a three to one underdog to me is a little bit crazy. Islam's undefeated, right? No, he's, no, he's he had one loss in the UFC, but I think it was his first fight in the UFC. He's been on a he's been on an undefeated tear for quite a while. He's yeah. like ten in, ten in a row or something like that. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, look, I get why he, he he's a favorite when you look at the that style 
it's just like he, you know it's that that grind you against the cage just fucking wear you down style i, I mean Oliveira, he's gonna you know he's gonna be susceptible to it it's not i like, don't know if i agree with that it's like if your I, style is if your style is to take charles Oliveira down all right but i don't know that that's what we've seen is is guys afraid of going to the ground with Charles Oliveira? Yeah, but these guys are not. No, I, be. no, I understand. And these guys no, don't I put know. themselves in positions. These guys train with high level Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belts off their back all the time. It's just that style. It's not really great for guys that don't have unbelievable defensive wrestling. And I, you know, his. I the, think Charles Oliveira has a has a striking advantage um, over him. I think that you're right. Probably he's going to end up getting taken down probably a lot. But I think you have to deal with problems when you take Charles Oliveira down. Without a doubt, I, yeah. I think uh, I it's think not, it's, it's, I think it's a very close look, fight. I right might now. be eating my words right now, and honestly, Charles Oliveira is a really tricky. I mean, I think he has, he has a he has a record in submissions as well. I think he's got a, a bunch of crazy amount of submissions off. I think his he has back, the most submissions off in his back UFC. specifically. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You're right. Um, let's see, Islam Makhachev is minus two hundred plus. 170 so it's not exactly three to one at this point it's changed uh, a little bit i expect it to get closer uh as the fight uh gets closer um, i mean i'm so, I, I still wouldn't bet on charles Oliveira in this at fight. these odds i might you might i Ooh. might bet i might bet on charles Oliveira. baby boy smith getting crazy all right, Dave, let's take a quick moment and thank you at Kratom.com for supporting today's show. If you guys are over 21 years old and in the market for Kratom, you got to get it from yokratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Hell yeah. And even if you're not over the age of 21 and you're not in the market for your No, I'm getting waved off. No, no none of this no, is no, no, no. Okay, only if you are <laughs> over the age of 21 and in the market for Yo Kratom. But if you are, both of those things, that I mean, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. This is the best quality Kratom at the best available price delivered right to your door. Yeah. And you're supporting the company who supports our entire network everything we do every without your kratom do, i don't know that any of this would be possible that's the, the absolute truth without your kratom my kids would be out on the streets begging for kratom it's crazy that they'd be on kratom <laughs> and now <laughs> you know they have all the kratom they need they really are uh they are uh b- 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 stroller deep Sorry, that's the kratom talking <laughs> they're stroller deep in kratom <laughs> right now guys um no don't give kratom to your babies uh yo kratom.com for responsible adults over the age of 21 years old, go get it right now. All right, where were we? Um, all right, let's talk uh, real quick. What else happened here? Anything else that's a big story? Because we got to go to Vic's Triangle of Truth. We got to get out of here somewhat soon. Uh, let's, you know what? Let's go to Vic's Triangle of Truth. Let's go. Let's do it. Shape greater than the triangle. People fear it. Look at that. That's it. Look at Dave. Dave's movement is sharper than it's ever been. Dave's. Actually, I want to be one with the triangle. Dave's highlighting Hitler in a triangle. That's the way you have to do it. You have to sort of go. <laughs> um. All I'm right. Ignore, Vic, I'm gonna ignore that. What do we got hey, here? Uh, so I was watching the PFL, the Professionals Fighter League, Professional Fighters League on ESPN, formerly World Series of Fighting, of course. And uh, uh, our old UFC friend, Rory McDonald, mm. he ended up uh, losing. And we have the video for this, if you want to pull it up. Please. And uh, announced his retirement the next day after losing. Can we check this out? Let's see. Well, while we wait for it, uh, he walks away. The only belt that he ever got was the Bell- Bellator Welterweight Championship. He was trying to get a P- PFL title didn't happen um you know he was a big deal he was trained with gsp he um he ended up maybe pull it back a little bit more slightly remember when he whooped nate diaz's ass oh that was a close fight big shot yeah so by the way pfl shout out to pfl got a lot of buzz a lot of buzz um the past the past few weeks i've been hearing a lot of buzz about pfl do you think they've overcome bellator no i i you know what it is because it's like they're coming up and i feel like i didn't even know that it was world series of fighting um but 
I just feel like they're beginning a little bit of buzz. Whatever's been going they've, on over they've there. They've been. I feel like this has been building for a while. They're. Uh, I think they're almost on par with uh, Bellator. They're the two other leagues. Um, Rory McDonald retiring though is an interesting thing. Like if you remember well, Lewis, because we were hardcore fans through this whole time. Like uh, Vic said, he was the guy GSP anointed yeah. as being the next guy. A lot of us thought he was the next guy. GSP who was used to take over. anoint liquid all over his chest as well in yeah. order to win fights. Maybe we should be ex- examining GSP's gr- grease gate. Uh, which are a, a lot, lot of people, people, a lot of people accuse you. A lot GSP of people of have talked about this. But you know what? I got to be honest with you. It's the ref's job to check your chest, baby boy. If they don't check your chest, and then they wipe it off, they it's, wipe it off. It's not the same as like steroids or some <clears throat> shit like that. But also, anyway, why but, would you want to grease if you're wrestling somebody to the ground? If I because if once you're wrestling them, their fucking submission attempts are fucking sliding right fucking off you. I feel like you're. Takedown attempts are sliding right off. Okay. Now, not if it's like an explosive takedown. Oh, this where they're they putting grease on him. Well, the guy. Look, look, look. It's the guy who vaselined his face. Yeah, is then like fucking. He's like rubbing like, it on his shoulders like, and hey, it's like, oh hey, hey. By the way, great pecs. <laughs> did, I, did I mention great pecs and back? No, I mean, look, it, your GSP was taking people down off these explosive double legs. You know, and then he's getting down there in, in BJ Penn's guard. And if you've seen the videos oh, yeah. of it, you know, he's down in BJ Penn's guard. And <laughs> BJ Penn will throw up like a high guard on him. And, and then his legs just slips across no, the It's not even that. It's like he just throws up a high guard and then his legs just slide down. Yeah. <laughs> and they just slide down. And a lot of guys said this. Whatever. I'm just saying. Also, a lot of guys said GSP was just doing steroids the whole time and never got caught. Yeah. Pre USADA. That's what Nick Diaz said. Uh, who knows? But Rory McDonald, what really happened to him, the story of it is, is that he was the guy who was to take over the welterweight division in the UFC. And no one saw this coming. But fucking Robbie Lawler Mm. just had this resurgence. Yeah. And fucking became, no one saw this coming. Robbie Lawler was a guy who did okay in strike force yeah like he lost to jake shields he lost to a, a, a couple other guys i think he barely beat melvin man who you know who's fucking him up and then was he had that great yeah that great comeback win hands of stone was the, was the who was it that had that crazy fight where he like knocked him out but then he didn't knock him out it was hands of i don't S- think that was robbie lawler hands of stone as a uh, smith right the uh uh scott Some, smith scott smith yeah, yeah. who was, but, who was but, the fight with scott smith the hands it was like a, one of the craziest finishes well, I oh no no I think it was um shit I think that was a uh, cyborg I believe no, maybe I'm wrong no, uh, but anyway Robbie but Robbie Lawler came back and and beat Rory McDonald in a in their first fight together then when they fought for the title beat him again in one of the greatest fights in in UFC history but that's really what happened Rory McDonald was this guy and those fights he took so much damage like he had never taken before in his career and he was never never quite got back to where he was supposed to be after all of that um but you know a great career short of winning the fucking title in the UFC trying the truth Vic all right, so we uh, we I want to let you guys know that unfortunately, BJ Penn only got twenty five percent of the Republican vote and will not be the governor of Hawaii. Wow, he ran I on mean, a he he ran on practice. He wanted to remove all the COVID protocols that he felt were hurting the state, but uh, people of Hawaii did not go for it. Free coconuts for all, free spam. These are my platforms that I would have I, I mean, I feel like you could probably be the governor of Hawaii if you really wanted to. BJ Penn I, half-assed it and got a quarter of the vote. Well, yeah, I'll fucking crush it, dude. Open access to all volcanoes for everybody. You're just That's going to a good deal. Dude. I know, dude. These are the people's volcanoes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to gonna tell me some back. billionaire should run the, <laughs> the volcanoes? Ladies only wear grass coats, skirts and coconuts on their tits. All the women are wearing coconut bras, brassiers. That's the that's it. The amount of money we're going to save on clothing. We have a <laughs> surplus tradition. of coconuts. <laughs> surplus of coconuts. We eat the fucking coconut meat. We give them the fucking coconut shells for their tits. There and grass. Is, uh, Hawaii's made up of grass. Grass skirts all the live long day. Yeah, there you the go. Men, we get to wear double cool clothes. No. 50% more, so we still save money. <laughs> Look at my fucking economic plans here, dude. We're it's only, it's we not get, terrible. Yeah. So... I love it. Well, BJ, I mean, listen, getting 25% of the vote is a fucking pretty cool 
first try if into Dave doing gets this. gets 2% of the vote to be the president of the United States, that is the biggest victory in the history of the Libertarian Party. No. Is it not? No. 2%? No. Who got more than 2%? 3.5, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we're, looking, we're looking for 3 point motherfucking 5. <laughs> to make a statement. Yes. <laughs> DJ Penn made a statement. I support him. Oh, you were, are you laughing? I'll fucking keep talking shit. I'll say something funny. Ow. Oh, man. Tonight's gangs is going to hurt. Oh, I just want to punch you in the ribs. Right, Triangle of Truth, Vic. One more. All right. The last thing I wanted to bring up was August 26th is the One Fighting Championships debut on Prime Video. Ooh. Uh, the, the main event is going to be Mighty Mouse. Okay, and he will be facing a guy that Mickey Mouse. Before. Who is the strongest cartoon mouse? Oh no! Adriano oh, you're pretty quick, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> but you never saw this one. Get him, Goofy. <laughs> His bits well, roll. Yeah. His bits roll. Will, will, will you guys? Be Dude, about Bisping would have put the kibosh on that bit right there and then. By the way, it would have been over. No way. You think you're all fast, probably because of your Jew masters. <laughs> oh, yeah, Walt Disney was an anti Semite. Bet you didn't know that. Go ahead, Vic. I just wanted to know if you guys were going to watch something like that. The co made event, by the way, and a lot of half of the card is going to be Muay Thai boxing. Muay Thai. So, well, yeah, he fought, they, they do some weird stuff. Yeah, they do weird stuff. Did you see the fight uh, DJ had? What they do this mixed fight where it was he fought like a this crazy Muay Thai fighter guy, and the first round is Muay Thai, and then the second round is MMA. Yeah, and he got he got fucked up in the first round, but he survived. And, he did, and then the second round, he got him down and strangled him. You nice. know what I mean? And fought, but it's like. What the fuck are we doing? I don't know. I mean, I guess like who's to say that's the that's okay or not okay. But it's like once you're an MMA fan for a long time, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? You it's not like some random car did this. You're throwing fucking Demetrius Johnson into this insanity. Yeah. But good props for him for being down to whatever do it. you can do to get people involved. And you know what? Like we look at things as, as you know Americans. We're very cocky when it comes to that. But one FC has got a massive following in the rest yes. of the world. Huge following in Asia. They like what they like, so they're they're not necessarily marketing to us. It was almost like Pride. When I would watch Pride back in the day, compared to the UFC, I just didn't like it because their presentation was, was for it was Japanese for that people. crowd. Yeah, but, dude. Okay, but here's the other thing that comes to my mind with this is that I gotta say, Demetrius Johnson is has an incredible fucking like legacy. He's an incredible fighter. He was a part of. I believe the only trade in UFC history. Yeah. I've never heard ben of Askren. before. And yeah, but I've never heard of before or since a trade. He was traded for Ben Askren, which is the most fucking like, look for, for business wise, whatever you could make the argument in terms of like me and you as purists of what the UFC is supposed to be that it's fucking insane that he got traded away to another organization and then Ben Askren came here well, to fucking 125 like, like, was at the time was a division where they were considering he, getting rid of it altogether. I know, right? I know. So for them, it was it was it also wasn't resonating with the fans. Now this is at a time where you know these smaller divisions were new. 135, 145, the female divisions in the UFC. It it had to take a little while to take, and he was a victim of just the timing because he never really sold a ton of pay per views for yeah, the UFC. Which, is, which was a he thing. was considered he was just he was I know no that's a lot why of people considered him number one. Saying, but this is why I preface it by saying not from a business point of view, just from the point of view of what me and you are like as purists say the UFC is supposed to be. The guy was one and one with Henry uh, Henry Cejudo, who is a, you know went on to be the champ champ guy. It's just insane. Yeah, it's just insane. And the loss was a split, by the way. The he loss was a split decision. He stopped him, and then the second one was a split decision. Very, very close yeah. fight. Uh, the, the, it's just, it's crazy that that guy it, didn't keep fighting in the UFC and see what would have happened. Yeah, I look, uh, I, trade, I, I, he did get stopped once by this guy. He's going to fight him again. I'm yeah. rooting for DJ. Yeah, DJ's great. Uh, look, shout out to yo kratom.com for supporting today's show. If you're over 21 years old. 
in the market for Kratom, yourkratom.com is where you got to go. Uh, live dates coming up. 25th, I will be in Cleveland, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio on the 26th. Grab your tickets at lewisofskanks.com. Uh, Colorado Springs, Denver, Vegas, Los Angeles, uh, Syracuse, Albany, all coming up in September. So look out for those tickets. They're actually, they're all up on the website already. So grab those right now. And uh, Tampa as well. A lot of other stuff. Dave, anything to plug live? Uh, <clears throat> ComicDaveSmith.com. Go check out all my uh, my dates there. Part of the problem. Hell yeah. Everything here. GuestDigitalNetwork.com. Skankfest coming up. Yeah, so subscribe as well. If you guys love this show, you get the entire on-demand library at uh, GuestDigitalNetwork.com. Use the promo code YOMMA Yo MMA, and get a seven-day free trial and get instant access to all of the shows here on the network. The on-demand libraries, pre-release on all the episodes, ad-free and uncensored episodes. A lot of people hate the, the censoring for YouTube. Well, guess what? You don't have to watch it censored. Just do it at GuestDigitalNetwork.com. All right, that's it. Vic. Natalie Coop, we're out.